0: Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silver, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Hey, guys and girls, I've got a awesome guest on on the line today. My my good friend out in in the UK. Uh, I've known him for a few years, good friend of mine, and he runs Protectors, which is the uh, mental health awareness group. And yeah, so so how you doing out there? huh? you
1: good? I'm, I'm very well, thank you, mate. Thanks for having me today.
0: Awesome, mate. Awesome. It's great to have you on again because uh, I think you were on the eighth ever episodes of Optimize Your Body, okay. which was probably a while back now, well over a year ago. It's great to yeah, have you yeah. back on, huh?
1: Thank you, mate. It's uh, it's great to be here. Thanks very much. No worries.
0: Yeah, uh, if you could, um, I didn't mention his name actually. His name is Aaron Corrier. I Don't think I mentioned his name. So, um, yeah, Aaron, if you could just give us a little introduction as to you know, who you are and what Protectors is, man. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, so, uh, so my name is Alfred Aaron Corrier. Um, I run a group called Protectors which uh, helps men and women sort of seek help when struggling uh, with their mental health. Um, I deal with a lot of uh, emails from people all over the world. Uh, I do a lot of stuff for, for media, um, do events. So, um, it's, it's mainly about just encouraging people to, to seek help when struggling from, from a GP or, or from a friend, really.
0: Great. And... Where would you say Protectors is now uh, in comparison to, uh, I don't say I'll say Aaron, um, in comparison to where to where you were? I think we we spoke in October 2017. So that's yeah. like, like I said, well over a year yeah. ago. And you started it like yeah. a, over two years ago now, right? Huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, where would you say it is now, Protectors? Uh, are you managing to like uh, reach more people and getting more? Because I noticed you're doing a yeah. lot of media stuff now as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm doing a lot more media stuff. Um, do stuff for, for radio. Um, a lot of stuff for for Wales Online. Um, it's just getting the message out there. Really, um, we had a, a quite a really really uh, big event um, for World Mental Health Day with with our, our good friend Dan Shooter, um, which was broadcast to the whole whole of Wales. So we're hoping to do the same event uh, next year. Um, it was a constant uh, walk of penny van for yeah. 24 hours, I'm carrying a log up and down. It was. When, uh, by myself and, and the MPCT. Um, so so that gave us really good coverage and that was combining sort of mental health with fitness. So so it's got really good links um, and it reaches more people because people see mental health as all, you know, somebody who's, who's, who's suicidal or self-harming but it's not. It's everything that, that, that you come across in life. Um, every day you, you, you know, people feel sad or people get some bad news. It's how you cope with those sorts of um, traumas, you know?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of exercise, you know, exercise is obviously been proven to be one of the most effective habits, right. When it comes to, you know, yeah, not, definitely. not only, not only treating depression, but actually curing it. Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the studies show like there's like, there's been like, you know, almost 30 years of studies now to show, you know, exercise, even, even if you, you know, walking, you know, at the minimum yeah. amount walking for 20 to 30 minutes a day has been proven to, uh, like I said, to, to treat depression and stuff like that. Um, obviously, all the all the happy chemicals you release when you're when you're doing it and um, yeah. yeah like I was I just, on that note I just wanted to ask you uh, the kind of impact because actually I can remember now when I was when I was I was actually visiting at the time when you'd done that event right yeah know that, that was pretty hardcore though, wasn't it I remember because penny van just yeah. explain to the listeners exactly what it was because I remember you went up and down like seven times wasn't it or something yeah
1: yeah yeah I mean I was I think I was about 19 and a half stone at the time um and that was hard hard going i'm not sure how how high penny van is but it's the highest mountain in wales i believe um mm. yeah honestly it it's, it's very very steep so um some some of the, the army lads um would were, were sort of smashing it you know and um but that was really a tough challenge especially you know through through the nights. it gets really really cold at the top you know and um it was hard to keep sort of motivated but you've got to think of the cause you're doing it for and sort of inspiring others who you know who, who need to seek help. So if they can see someone like me going up and down, you know, as many times or whatever, um, it, it'll sort of inspire them to, to get help or to maybe talk about to a friend or, or to a family member.
0: Absolutely. It's quite a daunting thing, right, Aaron? Because, you know, I think, well, it is, mental health illness is the leading cause of disability now in, in young adults worldwide. Yeah. And yeah. in Australia, it affects, you know, one in every five people. And that's yeah. you know each year on average it'll affect it'll affect one in every five people and w- as, as many as one in one in two people um, in the space of their lifetime will get affected by some sort of mental illness. And I think it's about yeah. one in four people in in the UK. So you know right now yeah. we're kind of facing an epidemic. It's uh, it's it's mental health illnesses at a really high rate now. And um, I know you actually dealt with a lot of problems yourself, which kind of inspired you to to start up protectors and. Yeah. Um, how would you describe you know, your, your state of mental health now? In fact, we did talk about it on the last episode, but if you could just run through the listeners exactly uh, your experience and, and what you experienced with depression and and, uh, and how you managed to come out the other side.
1: Yeah, um, I think Think for me, um, when I was dealing with depression, it was almost like I'd given up. Um, I couldn't get up in the mornings. Uh, I couldn't sleep at night. It was almost sort of despair. And it comes to a point where I was just Mentally exhausted, um, and I think that that low point where you know I was I was contemplating suicide. Um, I got support from from, from my dad and, and from my friends, but I think if I, if I had a sort of at the time just embraced getting help because I thought I was just going through you know I'm having a funny five minutes or or I just thought you know maybe you need to man up and get a grip or you know you're just tired or you're working too much, but I actually needed help. And and when I got to that point where I was just exhausted of trying to Put that mask on, or pretending to my friends I was fine. Um It just got—it's got too much to me, really. Um And lucky enough, I, you know, I had the right support now around me to to give me that right support. So I was very, very fortunate. Where some lads, and you know, and it can—it can—it can be devastating, you know. And the suicide rate, especially in Wales, is, is so so high, um, and, and it shouldn't be happening, really, you know.
0: Mm, absolutely, and it's great that there's movements like Protectors who are actually really reaching people and getting the message across you know that yeah. it's time to end the stigma you know speak up yeah, about yeah. it i think you know yeah. one of your mottos is we got this right which is like you know yeah. the bottom line is we're all in this together uh, i just mentioned yeah. how, i mentioned how common it was i mentioned to the yeah. listeners several times that i had my own issues in my early 20s i went through you know a solid year yeah. or so of you know depression and anxiety but um i guess yeah. i guess what i'm leading to here now is um where would you say your mind is at now in comparison to where you when you sat down in the coffee shop that time I remember you telling me and yep. you come up with the idea Um obviously yep. you're probably at a really low point then when you started it up yep. where would you say you are now huh, in terms of uh, how you feel mentally
1: I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more better Um I think for me when I was when I was feeling low um I remember I would go out uh, and just get drunk all weekend um, get in that cycle do the whole Monday to Friday feeling like absolute rubbish and then sort of drown my sorrows by drinking. So I think um, obviously getting help from from a life coach, uh, speaking with friends, sort of researching and mental health, I've sort of developed my coping mechanisms. So for me, uh, the gym is a massive, massive uh, um, sort of outlet where I can sort of vent my frustrations. Uh, even just going to the gym and just talking to people, being around sort of like-minded people who want to train, just listen to the music, etc you in, in that good mindset. Um I do a lot more, lot more reading, um, and I also listen to a lot more podcasts. So I think it's all about. I I couldn't give a, a, an answer for each person, but I think it's understanding how how you feel as a person. You know, like I would like to go on walk. Someone else may listen to music, or someone else may just go to a coffee shop. It's, it's different for everyone, but it's knowing your sort of coping mechanisms what what suits you know you as an individual.
0: Absolutely, and how important do you think that is, Aaron? Because I know, obviously, for example. Aaron and I are good friends. We lived together that time uh, for yeah. for about nine months. One, I won't go too much into that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it was good times though. Nice and quiet, quiet affair that was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it but... night. <laughs> good times, good times. But um, you know, you you didn't actually give anything away when I was living with you. I had no no idea. You know, you you completely, as you said, at that point, you were too wary about talking out about it. You know, yeah. a lot of people think that it's 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 a weakness. You know, having having these issues, but it's no different. Yeah. To, I remember I remember you saying before it's no different to you know if you were to break your arm or have a problem physically well, with your body, you go to the doctors. You know, this is a this yeah, is yeah. a silent killer, right? So, um, how important do you think it is, Aaron, having that people around you? Because you know we are the average. You know, we the average of five people, the five people we spend our, most of our time with, that yeah, is yeah. who we become on average, right? So it's very important who you surround yourself with, right, Aaron.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very important. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I was, I was so, so lucky to have, have great friends and, and, and great family, but you know, you see these guys at the weekends just sort of living the, you know, the champagne lifestyle and stuff. And you know, it does catch up with you. Um, I see a lot, I see someone, so many people get into debt, um, trying to, you know, trying to get out and, and be a border or, mm. uh, you know, I mean, I don't really talk about drugs a lot, but that's a massive impact on people's mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, I think Instagram um, can have a massive effect on, on people's mental health. Um, but I keep myself to myself. I've got two or three close friends. Um, I do what I love, uh, and, and I love what I do, you know. So I think you just got to be open and honest. Um, if, if you're sort of struggling and you, and you seek help from a friend and their answer is, I've oh, probably on the, on the on a few drinks together and, and get smashed, then I don't think that would be, you know, the greatest of ideas. Um, Definitely. I, I think I think how you, how you sort of... You know, Offload to your friends, and how they respond to you is—it is, 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 tells you everything about that person, you know. Definitely. You're very selective with your time with, you know.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. And like I, I'm, although on the other side of the wall in Australia now, you know, I'm thankful I've got guys like you and our our circle of friends. You know, is tight, and it's it's so important to have that network, as you said, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's everything really. And uh, what was he going to say then? I was going to say something along those lines. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. In terms of protectors, right? Do you think yeah. that has given you, um, you know, purpose is very important. Having a meaningful life with purpose is, is been proven yeah, to be yeah. really, really important, right? so people, a lot of people yeah. nowadays, guys especially, I think, uh, have kind of lost their purpose, um, lost lost their way yeah. in the world a little bit, and they they kind of don't know where they're yeah. going in a sense. And as you say, they get sucked into social media, which is fake. You know, you're, you're looking at other people's lives, which look perfect all the time because all the images yeah. are modified, and you know, it's just a it's just a yeah. make believe world, right? So. Um, yeah, so how how do you find that in terms of, um, you know, in terms of where you're at now? Um, yeah. You know, h- how do you find that? Because, like, obviously, the, it's given you more purpose in life now, bro is yeah, what I'm is- trying to say. So do you think that's helped you a lot mentally, the Protectors movement? is
1: moving? Massively. Um, I think it's so easy to get caught in that rat race of life. Um, you know, you see guys punching punching their hours out, you know, in work constantly. Um, I mean, when I get up in the mornings now, it's like, like I said, I've got a purpose. I want to help people. I just think it's not—it's not even having a pivot. It's having a passion. Mm. That I think if you, if you can find out what your passion is in life, and then just just feed off it. You know, mm. embrace it, love it. You know, and get in the mornings. You know, answering emails, and you know, if I'm helping people, get them great emails. I mean, that 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 for me is the most rewarding thing. Is if I get somebody to say oh, you've helped me, or I heard you what I read you, and you've inspired me to get help. That that is the best thing that I've ever had in my life. And then to get all the nice holidays and nice clothes and all the nice cars. Having those emails where you've made a difference, mm. um, that is the meaning of life, if I'm being completely honest with you.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And the, the experiences as well, isn't it? As you said, doesn't matter what you accumulate and, and achieve, really. You know, It's, it's no. fulfillment, I guess, isn't it? Uh, that's that's yeah. what everyone's everyone's heading towards. And yeah. I just wanted to mention, the uh, I always talk about the, the three Gs, which you've already mentioned, right? So growing is really important, right? Learning. You mentioned podcasts and yeah. reading books. Giving, which is something... Which you're spending most of your time doing now, right? With protectors, yeah. and also yeah. gratitude. Do you ever do you ever spend any time, or is there any any rituals you have, Aaron? Like gratitude, briefly, or anything so, like that?
1: I, I was speaking to this to, this last night to my to my girlfriend, and she was saying, you know, how hard you know I've been working and stuff, but I love it. You know, it was, mm. I gave a more just thankful for being alive, mm. and and I've been I've seen the flip side of my life where I was just just living for the weekend, didn't want to get up, didn't want to speak to anyone. Sort of hid myself away, um, and now I'm just 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 so happy to be here, and so happy that I'm I'm fortunate enough to, to live the life I'm living, to, be mm. able to help people. I've got a good platform to sort of you know, help people on you know on social media or you know through the media or do an event. I'm just, just just so grateful for, for my life as it is now, you know.
0: Mm, absolutely, and as you said once you've experienced what you experience as well. That's gratitude within itself, isn't it? Just wait, like you said, yeah. waking up in the morning um, and ha- having, your, having your health in check, right? Like those simple things we take for granted, don't we?
1: Yeah, I mean, get up and you go. I'm sure like you, over, over your side of the pond, mate, in Australia, I mean, you get up on those beaches and you think, this is life, you know what I mean? Not being stuck in a nightclub or whatever. just going on for a long, long walk, just give you time to reflect on your, on your thoughts. Absolutely. Uh, that, that is, you know, that, that is living
0: Mm, definitely, mate. And let's just talk a little bit more about like exercise and nutrition a little bit because um, I know I noticed uh, in the new year you were on you were on a bit of a bit of a mission, weren't you? Um, getting yourself getting yourself in, in tip top shape and getting back yeah. on your uh, fitness campaign. How, how would you say you felt? Cause obviously you must've had to, yeah. you know, cause there's a, there's a huge link Aaron between, uh, you might've heard between the gut and the brain. So the, the gut, the gut actually, they find, they find the gut actually produces yeah. like over 20 different hormones. I think like 90% of the serotonin in the body is producing yeah. the gut. So obviously what we eat, uh, does play a big part in our mental health. Um, how have you found it since you've been eating healthier and training more? Yeah. Is, is there a difference in how you feel?
1: Oh mate, um i mean over christmas as you know i like to eat um i was i was <laughs> consuming all. silly calories you know <laughs> yeah yeah um so i think after christmas I, I came i came in at literally about 20 stone 4 um and i just I just felt so like lethargic um mm. like i go to the gym and mat but i just didn't want to i didn't have the strength or the energy didn't have the sort of you know the enthusiasm so yeah, of course. I've, I've started the fasting thing now so obviously i'm in doing the um twelve to six fast yeah um, and I feel so much better I'm drinking a lot more water, uh, I've got a lot more energy I'm waking up a lot more earlier and I just think my, my overall my mood is is completely different yeah um, I mean it's, it's great to eat the nice foods don't get, don't get me wrong you know, yeah, the of sticks, course the Chinese is but I I always eat three of them a day you know so, yeah exactly
0: you're over so, um, overdoing it so,
1: yeah I'm, I'm the- yeah <laughs> Exactly, mate. Yeah, I was overindulging over Christmas because it's an excuse. I think be use Christmas as an excuse. Yeah. I think my, my Christmas started in, in, in November. So, um, <laughs> so, I mean, I think I'm nearly about two stone now, so nice. I just feel and a, for, a just lot for more better than myself, in, Martin, in, you know, when it's a lot more
0: fit. Exactly, yeah. And just for the listeners, in, in kilos, that's like, you know, that's like 14 kilos. That's a lot of weight. So you've dropped that within the space of like, you know, what, six, seven weeks or whatever. That's good going. And you mentioned uh, fasting, so you normally go yeah. from like tw- twelve till six in the day. You'll normally go without food, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll start. I'll have my first meal at around twelve fifteen, and then have my. Uh, I'll probably have a little snack in between that, like a, maybe a protein bar or or, or like um like a fruit salad, and then I'll have my last meal about quarter past six, and then that's me done. And then I'll notice I've cut bread and I've cut sugars. Nice. Um, so you know it's uh i mean i have my one i have, I have my one day a week off um which was last night from my for my valentine's night mm. uh sort of overindulged there but i think it's sort of about moderation you know oh absolutely you gotta enjoy yourself as well
0: definitely you got to enjoy yourself you gotta you gotta have uh you know you go out and socialize eat you know not, not ideal foods every now and then it, let's face it it always tastes good it's always like socially cleansing you know what i mean it's so it's, it's a part of life isn't it but Talking about that, you mentioned you cut out, um, like, bread and sugar. And actually, like, studies are showing now with the Mediterranean diet, people who eat generally, like, you know, healthy sources of meat and fish, um, you know, fruit and vegetables and, and, like, whole grain foods, they have, like, the studies done here in Australia, they have, like, a 35% less chance of uh, getting depression and, like, a 32% less chance of anxiety. And on the flip side, mate, people who, people who eat foods yeah. which are, like, processed, you know, like uh, soft drinks and fried foods, is about fifty yeah. percent higher chance of them getting depression. So there is a huge yeah. link there. So it's very. So you're basically doing intermittent fasting, then, yep. Aaron, by the sounds of it, yeah. So you're you're eating within like a six to eight hour yeah. window.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, every yeah. Well, um, for for six days and then the one day there's normally a Sunday. Um, or for example, last night with Valentine's Day, I gave myself a day off. So um, mm. just give myself a little perk, you know.
0: Absolutely. Do you have anything, um, any any tips for like any guys out there now? I'm just trying to put myself into the boots of some people listening. Um, The chances are them or someone they know will be experiencing, you know, depression, anxiety, or any some form of mental illness. Do you have any like, um, what would be like your top tips if you like, or what you would say to someone? Would you say the number one thing is to reach out, or you know, what would you say to people, Aaron, like any guys or women listening to this?
1: Yeah, um, I'd say the first thing before anything else would just be just be brutally honest with yourself. Um, Maybe take some time to reflect uh, on your feelings because I think a lot of people just sort of brush under the carpet, and it'll go away. Mm. Um, But I think what the changing thing for me was that that I thought I need to be I need to be honest with myself now. You know, stop cut cut the rubbish, cut the bull crap. Um, What do I need? I needed help. Yep. And I think once you once you sort of realize that and that penny drops that is the, is the next step of seeking help you know but the first things first is be brutally honest with yourself mm. because no one else can answer for you you know it all falls on you you know Absolutely. Um, and once you sort of broach that and, and, and you, you're sort of honest with yourself then you could sort you could sort of start the the healing process you know
0: mm. yeah and antidepressants we talked about this last time briefly because i know you had a little stint where you were taking uh, on and off you were taking certain type i can't remember what it was called now and then and then you tried prozac and, um, you know, it's been proven as well with, with antidepressants. I yeah. think like something, don't quote me on this, but something like 75% of people who take them after about a year, these things actually stop taking effect anyway. Um, and I know you had, yeah, what was your, if you can just explain to the listeners how you managed to come off them. Um, because I know you had a, a pretty bad episode with the Prozac, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, the the Prozac. I mean, I, I can't speak for everyone who takes Prozac, and um, I'm just going on what I felt. Uh, the Prozac, uh, I just felt like zombified. Um, I, I know it does take a while to kick into your system. I think it takes around two weeks, but I was just literally just just so sort of solemn faced, um, couldn't sleep. I, I felt no emotions. I just felt exhausted. I just mm. couldn't be bothered, sort of getting you know excited or feeling sad. Just flat. Um, and and for me that was that was um, a no no, you know. Um, mm. And then I I've tried sertraline, um citalopram, which which does work. But you know, I, I want to be um, at a place in my life where I don't need to use chemicals to, to make me feel better. Or I, I understand people do need them um, oh, because yeah. some people can go through really really bad bouts of depression where there's flow. Um But for, but for me. Knowing what I know now, I I mean, I've I've dealt with this for for nearly seven years now, um, and they'll never leave me, and I I know that. And maybe one day I will have to go back onto them. I'm not saying I won't, but I think for me, it was all about having ownership of my illness, uh, and 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 basically owning my coping mechanisms and understanding myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying don't use them. If you know, go to your GP, and and they know a lot better than I know. Um, I can only speak for myself. But, um but yeah I'm, I'm happy now where I'm a happy place where I'm at now um, I'm, and I'm sort of um meds free as they say you know
0: mm. and how long have you been med free for then now Aaron altogether
1: um I've been med free for about I'd say about uh a, a year now um I mean there, there has been times where I you know I've had to consider going back onto them um but I just think going back and forth to the GP and 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 expressing how you're feeling um i think it's just be honest with yourself um i'm mm-hmm. not, not going to say that i'm not, never going to go back on to them yep. because you don't um they sort of aided me a lot um, when i first sort of had depression but i wanted to be in a place where i didn't need to take tablets every day and and there are studies where um certain medications do affect um your testosterone levels uh, they can t- uh, they can affect your sex drive <laughs> And I think, for me, I wanted to sort of keep myself as clean, as healthy as possible, you know?
0: Mm, absolutely. Yeah, and I just wanted to say as well to any of the listeners, obviously, in certain cases, you know, and a lot of the time, actually, antidepressants are necessary. So I just wanted to take back, you know, not to take back, but obviously I was saying yeah. that they don't work after a year for most people. That That's what the stats are saying. But as you say, they do have a place, and for some people, they are necessary. So, yeah, so what do you – um? I was gonna say what what do you have uh, for Protectors? What what do you think's in the in the pipeline for Protectors, Aaron, uh say for this year? Have you got anything uh, any more media events and any uh anything going on this year with Protectors?
1: Yeah, um we've got um the Into the Light event which is gonna be um we started planning it well basically this this month we'll start planning it um for October. I think the aim for this year is to is to just sort of get the name sort of all over the world um, and the UK. Is, I think in Wales, it's, it's, it's quite popular. I think people are aware of it in Wales. But if we could do this event um, along with MPCT, um, I'd like it to be you know, a sort of nationwide thing. And the aim is to get onto the, onto the uh, UK news. Um, we did obviously BBC Wales, but I'd like it to go mainstream all over the UK. That would be the goal this year anyway.
0: Amazing, mate. Amazing. And where do you see protectors five years from now, Aaron?
1: Tough question, but... Um, I'd like to be in a place where... Yeah, yeah. um, I think mental health in in schools, they're certainly sort of playing with the idea. Um, They've changed the funding now. Um, But I would like to sort of uh, have my own team of people who would have to go into schools and and deliver sort of workshops on mental health. Um, I do think it should be part of the curriculum, I think it's such a necessity that we educate young people um, because, you know, it starts at a young age now. You, you you know yourself, Martin, you know, Instagram and the pressure on young children to look oh. a certain way, to wear certain clothes, to sort of it's perfect body, it's a lot of stress. And then you chuck in your exams, uh, you, chuck in, you chuck in money, um, you, you chuck in so, sort of your, your, your cultural backgrounds, you know. it's It's a tough, tough world for these young youngsters you know and it's, it's i mean i was lucky and so were you when we were in school there was no instagram um, Absolutely. i think i just started i think it was face party when i was about 15 <laughs> but um we sort of we sort of missed the, we sort of missed the selfies and i i see you know i see girls you know um young lads in coffee shops taking selfies you know wearing these Four hundred pound trainers. I think. I think. Why are not you playing spot on, or why are not you in a field playing spot football? On. You know, I remember that, mate. Spot on. I think people sort of. <laughs> you know, they, I think they're sort of skipping their childhood and just want to become adults. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's all about education. I think. I think mental health now should be part of the curriculum throughout the world. Never mind the UK.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that, mate, because uh, I, I listened to this book called um, I Gen. So obviously the new the new generation of kids, so the iGen are like anyone born after the internet was essentially created in like 1993, right? So the youngsters you're talking about, you know, they have come up on social media, right? And it is absolutely crazy, mate. The stats of yes. um, of 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 suicide, depression, anxiety in young kids and teenagers now has just absolutely blown up. I think it's increased from like 2011, 2000. Fifteen, I think it increased by like 64% depression and anxiety in young kids and teenagers. Yeah. And, um, you know, like it is, like you said, it's a completely different generation now. They're, you know, they're not going out and, 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 sort of socializing as much now. And, and even, I mean, this, this is not such a bad thing they're, they're not even like me and you, Aaron, for example, I I started drinking alcohol when I was like 13, 14. I don't know about you, but, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But um, it's, it's all a learning curve, isn't it? You know, it's, it's all a learning curve. That's right.
0: That's right. It's all a learning curve. But yeah, no, that's great that you're tapping into that, mate, because I think, um, you know, the way I look at it is like social media is just a huge experiment, Aaron. You know, it's like um, I heard recently it's, it's like the processed food, right, of the new generation. You know, like processed foods first came on the scene like 34 years ago, and we all thought it was okay. Yeah. We all thought, oh, it's fine. It's fine. All these cereals and whatnot. Now we're facing an obesity epidemic, right? So it's it's swung back rounds, and now you know we're paying the price. And I think I think it's the same thing with social media. I think it's a I think it's a big experiment, and I think you know at some point there will be a price to pay because you know you're messing around with your brain chemistry. You know on a daily basis when you when you're scrolling through Instagram and whatnot, especially young kids. So I think that's great that you're gonna you're gonna you know help out with the schools and stuff. I think that's an awesome movement, mate. Thank you, mate. All good, yeah. So yeah, I have got a couple more questions for you. I think we'll go back to the uh, the health side of it. Um, let's just talk quickly about sleep, Aaron. Do you have yeah. a, Do you have a sweet spot at all for the amount of hours you sleep and getting good quality sleep? You know, do you come off your phone before bed I know that's quite hard for you because you're so busy.
1: But yeah, any anything you focus on with sleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with the sleep thing, Matt. Um, I try and be a by, by six o'clock every morning. Um, my body tends to wake up at five o'clock anyway, um, but I'm the only thing, I wouldn't say I've set hours when I go to bed. I like to sort of, um, I'm, I, I'll probably watch a little bit of TV before bed, um, but I think once I'm awake, I just get up. I don't want to be laying in bed. So I don't want to be sort of lounging around because mm. I think once you're up, you get up, shower, you come and have a cup of coffee, and you relax. You sort of you know prepare for your day I'm not, I'm not one for sort of laying in bed to the last second um, mm. and then rushing to work or rushing to a meeting. Um, I like to prepare myself, prepare my body, drink some water, have a coffee, and then just sort of sort of walk into the day instead of running to the day, you know, mm. um, just to sort of prepare myself. Because I think a lot of people sort of have to work at 9 a.m., set their lamp at half eight, and you're, you're rushing straight away. You're in your car. You're rushing. Your, your mind's not ready. Your mind's not prepared. Um, mm. Just, it's all about just sort of planning your day, taking your time, and I think that's how sort of that's what people can get depressed. They they they're resting their lives. They're not getting the right sleep. Um, they they're skipping meals. You know, it's mm. it's all about getting out of that rat race and just sort of just just prepping your day. You know,
0: definitely, mate. I can agree with that because, you know, people who get up in the mornings and just going back to social media, get up in the morning. Obviously, we snooze the alarm, which is something actually – I start work at like 5 a.m. most days, right? So uh, my alarm goes off at like 10 past 4. And I've always been the worst for snoozing. But now I just get up. You know, because the way I look at it is like, you know, you're putting that snooze on for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. You know, you're putting your day on hold. You're kind of putting your dreams on hold in a sense. I know it sounds cheesy, but – you know, you're just trying to delay things. But yeah, another thing is, you know, like I said, people going yeah. on social media. First thing they do, get up in the morning, scrolling through social media. As you say, they're, they're already in that stress state then yeah. because they're looking at the screen and then they're rushing yeah. out and, you know, they got cortisol, you know, through the roof, the stress hormone, they must be, you know, that, that, that can help. So that's a good, I think that's a good tip. Yeah. And I always say to the listeners, you know, with sleep, it's, it's very important to focus on that quality of sleep. You know what I mean? Like, Ideally, coming off your coming off your phone and electrics, you know, like w- within an hour before bed, and just preparing yourself for a good sleep. But yeah, so you say about about six hours you average a night, Aaron? Then yeah,
1: I'd say between between uh, six and eight. Um, I tend to I tend to get to bed quite early, but I'm not one not one of these people who will be like, oh, I've got to get sleep now because I need my, my six hours. I think I've gotten in, in a state now where my body knows just just to wake up first thing. I'll wake up, my eyes will wake up, and I just I'll just get up, even though I'm I may be tired. Why would you want to lay in bed? You know, you, you're lucky to to be alive. Um, if you want to lay in bed, then you know you you can lay in bed when you're dead. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think anyway. You know, so um, it's all about just being thankful and, and, and smashing the day.
0: Definitely, mate. Sleep when you're dead. I like that. Um, yeah. Okay. One or two more questions, Aaron. You've you've covered a lot of Definitely. stuff here, mate. So appreciate that. Do you have any any books or any? Yeah, go on, mate. Uh, yeah, any any books or any sources at all which you would recommend to the listeners? You know, in regards to mental health, like anything at all that you could recommend people go so they can go and get some some advice. I know you've got your website and stuff, but yeah, anything anything you can recommend, mate?
1: Yes, I tell you what, mate. Um, I've I've said this a few times to people, and people ask me about books and. A lot of people love the concept of books um, and read them, but they don't actually do it. So I always sort of mention there's a thing on Facebook. It's a social media page called Goalcast, which is G-O-A-L-C-A-S-T. And it's just like motivational quotes and videos from people who've struggled, famous people all over the world. And that, that was a really go-to place where I was struggling. And sort of even before going to a gym, just to get a bit of a confidence or a bit of um, sort of motivation, or it was fantastic. It's a fantastic page on Facebook. Um, people to check it out because it's got some really, really interesting, good stories on people like Michael Jordan, uh, Robin Williams, uh, J.K. Rowling, um, and it just gives you some some really good uh, tips and sort of inspiration to get off your off your ass and, and smash your, your dreams, you know.
0: Yeah, Goalcast. I remember that one. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah, and that's another good thing. You know, a lot of high-profile people are, are coming out and talking yeah. about it now, which is great, man. So I think, you know, ending the stigma is key. And there's one thing I forgot to ask you actually, because I know you mentioned before you had a life coach. Now, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in, um, like, although I haven't had it, I had it a little yeah. bit myself. Actually, I had a therapist, but um, I'd done the cognitive behavioural therapy, the CBT, when I had my mental issues. But um, I, I, it seems like you know. To talk about yeah. things to someone is, as we've said, is really important. So, what's your thoughts on like a life coach or a psychotherapist? Those kind of things. I mean, do you rate those kind of things for people?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, definitely, Martin. Um, obviously, you're a, you're a PT. You're a sort of an expert in your field. Then I would obviously go for either life coach. I was lucky enough. My, my best, my best friend. Um, you know, obviously, Luke. He, he um, paid me to go see this therapist, this life coach, and I thought, oh, it would be loads of rubbish, you know, somebody just trying to rip you off. Um, so he, he made me go. He paid for it and forced me to go, and it was the best thing that's probably ever happened to me. He um, sort of changed my life, really. Um, such such a, an inspiring and uh, an awesome guy. I've been to see different doctors, Matt, and I've had anger management. I've had hypnotherapy. Um, and nothing come, came even close to seeing this. This guy, uh, his name's Jermaine Harris. Um, he was absolutely awesome. Uh, pulled me out of me. Um, made me believe I was I was good enough. I could achieve anything I wanted to do. And without him, um, protectors wouldn't have been born. So um, wow. I have a lot to owe to him. Um, and anyone who's thinking about doing it, do it. Hundred percent.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Goes to show how powerful that is, yeah. And uh, yeah, you you, you cleared that one up, mate. I think just as you say, talking about it and having someone who's an expert within their field, right? Just to to teach you that actually, you know, bottom line is there is a way out of it, right? So where there's a will, there's a way. Um, Yeah, and I guess that's it, Aaron. Where can the listeners find you, my man? Where's the best places to find you? Instagram, website. I'll add it to the show notes anyway, mate, but. Uh, Best place.
1: Yeah, the best place to find me would be on um, on uh, www.protectors.co.uk, um, Instagram at protectors, Twitter at protectors, uh, and I think I think that's it. Um, I think we've got a Facebook page yet, yeah, uh, Facebook protectors. So anyone sort of struggling or, or want some advice, or just check the site out, and um, I'd be happy to help.
0: Awesome, Aaron. Thanks a lot for your time, mate. That's a wrap, mate. Thanks. thanks for chiming in, buddy.
1: Amazing. Thanks thanks for having me on and uh, thanks for all the questions, mate. That was, that was awesome. Absolute
0: pleasure, mate. See you soon, mate.